Hello, everybody. I'm not enthusiastic. I just I have to pretend. Yeah. This is uh, podcast number four. Four. I think we're all four. Episode yeah. four. They live. A new hope. Uh, yeah. I don't remember that being in the title. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, that's no, the only just, just they live. All right. Yeah. They live. We want to get the facts. Yes. All right. Sure. So it was released on November fourth, nineteen eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Had an estimated oh. a four million dollar four million dollar budget. Uh, their opening weekend, they made four point eight million, so they did pretty good. And then their overall gross was uh thirteen million. Oh, uh, not bad. Yeah, really. Yeah. Carpenter got a cool nine for his trouble. That's right. Not too bad at all. Yeah. Not a bad profit. Hell yeah, man. Be down for that. It's like a horror movie, like sci-fi type it, thing. It's kind of hard to I classify. I always heard it was horror, but it's not really. It's kind of more of an action movie. Uh, yeah, right? I kind of put it as an action, but yeah. then you know the the. What's qualified as horror, like, you know, if you watch Halloween, you know, four people die, you know, in the but first one. That's Carpenter's best movie. Oh, that is Carpenter. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I, I, I feel like well, it's, it's my I love Carpenter. I know. That's my favorite Carpenter movie. And it's my favorite horror movie of all time. So Zach thinks he's a better Carpenter than Jesus. I do not. No. Oh. I'm a terrible Carpenter. John Carpenter may be a better Carpenter. That's that's what I meant. Pronoun trouble. I know. I'm tired. I'm sorry. Too. We're so, all tired. We're we're exhausted. Anyway, yes. let's start this movie. Yes, they live. Okay. Yes. So we got another so Carpenter we, movie. We start out with a bummy dude. Yeah. Roddy Piper. Well, that's... Rowdy that's the, Roddy Piper. Yeah. The man. I, the myth. The legend. So so there's a man named, named Roddy Piper, I suppose. Um, yes, sir. My... My friend here, uh, yeah. Zach, he loves, um, I believe it's called professional wrestling. Yes, I'm obsessed with wrestling. And Roddy Piper is one of my favorites of all time. And there was a wrestler named, named Roddy Piper. He, he is deceased so awesome. now, isn't he? Yeah, I'm, he died in 2015. Sorry. I was so sad. I think I heard of him. Yeah. You, you told me. You texted yeah. me. I didn't know. Because he's the man. I'm sorry for your loss. He's one of the greatest talkers ever in the history of wrestling, which translates very well to film. Because he was awesome in this, and they gave him awesome lines. I'm not even going to be bi- like try to be unbiased. I love this movie. It's one of my favorite directors and one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. So I'm ready all in. And then you throw in Keith David. All Perfect right. movie. So so the movie starts up with the title card, They Live. Um, nice title card. Yeah. Because yeah. it's cool because then it leads into the it, graffiti and, wall. And as, as They Live, as the title card fades out, They Live is, is on the wall in graffiti. It's, yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, John Carpenter... Best title card of all time with the thing, oh, the thing. which was just kind of copied from the first The Thing, which wasn't yeah. him, but still, best title card of all time, The Thing. Yeah, man. Carpenter's what he's done. Yeah. So, so we, we start with this bummy dude walking around, long blonde hair, tall guy. He's got a he's got a pack on his back with a sleeping bag. Yeah. He looks homeless. Yeah, he's he's or just wanderer. Little disheveled, you know. Yeah. He's, he's got that that. Uh, you know that Rambo walk at the beginning of First yeah. Blood. You know he's coming into town. He's he's fresh. You know, so he's he's walking through this pretty run down town. It's pretty crummy looking. Yeah. It looks like you know where you would film Death Wish, <laughs> or like, or like you'd expect. You know the second nighttime shows up, there'd be a bat signal in the well, sky. Well, I, I think it, it's supposed to be L.A. Right? I don't know. Well, like I don't know they were that. talking about Detroit. Well, no, no, his family's in Detroit. Uh, yes. Keith David's family is in Detroit. Mm-hmm. But well, there there were some. I think they're in LA because it was filmed in LA. I I I don't know where they are. I don't I don't I don't think they ever say it. Piper came from Colorado, Mm -hmm. so I I think it's LA. I'm not sure. So um, so he's he's walking around and uh, um, that's a weird note. I can't read my own writing. So um, so he's. He's walking around through this this not great looking city, and he goes to the unemployment yeah. office, looking for a job. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's down there, and he runs into. I didn't look this up, but I'm pretty sure she's the social worker from Beetlejuice. I don't know. We can verify. I that. think she might be though. What do you mean, like social worker, like the the, the lady with the stoma who yeah who the smoked. dead lady yeah Juno yeah I don't get it you know I don't know it could be I mean these movies are around the same time yeah. I'm I'm just going. And her voice was like the same voice. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure that it is. It's gonna be like Mad Men, where I was convinced it was a chick from Evil Dead, and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, no, like different. I I go to you. You know, I I need my sunglasses to find out the truth. Oh. So oh. so here's the deal. So 
he's in the employment office and he's saying like some bank shut down and some other stuff and she kind of says well we can't help you just yeah. just kind of flat out yeah. like we don't have anything for yeah. you at this time she's she's worn out she's, she's not having she's it a government so. yeah that's <laughs> like all right so so he he walks around some more goes to a park and there's a dude standing on a bench with a bible just preaching it yeah got his bible out and he's saying that the world is full of corruption and greed and everyone needs to open their eyes and look around and the greedy yeah. have stood on a pile and you know and then he broke into sweeney todd and there's a hole in the world like a great black pit <laughs> the vermin of the world inhabited yeah. it. it's more on worth but a pig could spit and it goes by the name of whatever city we're in right now damn he's, he's just he's going off on it yeah he says we're being controlled by our masters that's right yeah, yeah he's good he's a good preacher yeah he knows what he's doing he's done it before you know uh, no, I'm not going there. Yeah, let's not. Just keep focused on the they live. You know, the the only boy who could ever reach me was the son of a preacher man. Oh, yeah. Oh, so anyway, yeah. he goes to a construction site looking for work. Um, Continue walking. Yeah, he, he spends a night He spends a night on the street. He, he takes off because some cops come. It's implied they're there for the preacher, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So... He's, he spends the night on the street, and then the next day he goes to a construction site. Yeah. And there's this white foreman, and he tells him, oh, yeah, it's it's a union job. We might be able to use it. He's like, I got my own tools. It's like, but, you know, it's a union job. And then he, he looks to the side, and he sees a large conglomeration, conglomeration. of uh, nice. gentlemen of Hispanic descent. And from this, Roddy Piper infers that there may be other non-union work at the place. Yeah. I'm not sure. That's that's the vibe I got. But who knows? I, I might have been lost in the interpretation of the scene. It's, it's a very complex moment in the film. <laughs> Anyways, not, I, I think not he's the most implying important. that Hispanic, uh, Spanish peeping, peeping, speaking individuals weren't union. But yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, either way. It's not the most important detail in the film, well, but it's definitely a small thing. Oh, we, yeah, let him uh, figure. Mm. <laughs> he's what? gone too. Oh, he's not? No, he's Oh, shit. I was thinking he, of Wes Craven. I yeah. feel like I'm, I'm out of it. Carpenter's producing and doing the music for the new Halloween that comes out in October. Wow, that's yeah, pretty cool. Dude, I know. I'm very sorry, everyone. I'm on like two hours of sleep. Yeah. Hey, still he still made it. He still made it to us. I slogged down over here. Yeah. Just crawled through the door. They threw on a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, glad you're here. luckily it was okay. I love this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so we cut to Piper and he's he's got his shirt off and he's working and he's pretty ripped. He's, oh, yeah, man, that's good. He's about as fit as you can be in the '80s. Yeah. Like, you know, he's yeah. got that. He's still an active wrestler. At that time, yeah. At the, oh, okay. At the yeah, time, yeah. Well, I thought a, you meant now. I was no, like, no, 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 no. I'm saying during how? that time. I'm saying, team yeah. up with Undertaker. <laughs> Hey, I got jokes. <laughs> that's about as deep as you can get with that. So, so he gets noticed by an African American gentleman, whose real name in in this world is Keith David. Yeah. Keith David's one of my guys. Yeah. Um, if you don't know him him by sight or name, uh, he was famous movies. He was in Requiem for a Dream. He was in The Thing, also oh, yeah. a John Carpenter movie. Uh, my favorite thing to mention he was in is he did the voice of uh, of Goliath. In the old uh, Gargoyles TV show <laughs> cartoon. I would have never. We cannot fly. We can only glide upon periods yeah. of wind. And like, yeah, that's the guy. He also did the voice of Spawn in the Spawn cartoon. One of the best pieces of animation. If you like adult animation. Wow. Really, really good stuff. He's just in like so much. He's just got that voice. I always think about uh, something about Mary. Because he's like the stepdad in there. Never seen How'd you get the beans about Frank? Oh, and I forgot. He's, um... Oh no, I can't remember his name. He's oh. the he's the villain in uh, in Princess and the Frog. Yeah, he is. I never seen that movie, but yeah. Man, and he was so good. Friends on the other side from the better, yeah. better Disney villain songs. Yeah. Mm. All right, so we're gonna off track. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm very but, off track. That, I love Keith definitely... David. Needed yeah. to be mentioned. Bias towards Keith David. Very deep in these yes. veins. Yes. So um, Keith name's... David. Well, his name's Frank in the this yeah. character. His name's Frank, his which character. I think works. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah, I think he's just a very frank individual. So um, Keith notices how hard, you know, Roddy Piper's working. Yeah. Whose uh, name is Nada. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. It never came up. No. And I looked it up, and his name is John Nada. Okay. But I don't know 
I just call him Ronnie Piper. Yeah, yeah I just call him. That's what I wrote down in my notes. Yeah. I love him. So, That's the easiest way to remember it for me. So, so Keith David sees him like you know, wheeling away, working. Keith David starts working hard too because he sees him, and then uh, the foreman yells at him at the end of the day that uh, you know you can't crash here. Mm-hmm, yeah. You, you gotta know. go somewhere else. It's not even crashing. He's just leaning up against the pole. Yeah. You know, it hasn't even started. But the the foreman's like, you can't. There's no sleeping on this site. You gotta go somewhere else. You bum. Like <laughs> dang. And then Roddy asks when they get paid, and he says, "Payday's on Thursday." And Keith David overhears this, and he says, "Hey, I know a place. They got showers and you know food." It was yeah. okay. So they, so he's like, "I'll show you where it is." And then they start walking, and then. Keith David stops him for following him, which I was kind of confused about. Well, it's because uh, Piper said, like, he didn't want to follow him, right? Well, I, I, I heard Keith David say first, like, I don't like people following no, me. No, no, I'm saying, saying like, at the construction site, oh. Piper seemed disinterested in what he was saying. And oh, then he okay. walks away, and then Piper starts following him. That's oh, okay. That's why Keith David's like, what the? <laughs> okay, so, I yeah. get it. Yeah, so he didn't know. Yeah, he's, right. he's like, why the hell are you following him? Yeah, why are you following me? He's like, I don't want to, you know, go with somebody unless I know. Yeah. Where they're going, yeah. yeah. So he's like, okay, fair enough. So, so they go to this uh, this homeless camp, yeah. And they run into is it Gil? Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah. They run into Gilbert, uh, and he's he's working on some chairs. He's pulling some chairs out of yeah. the back of a car, and it looks it looks like a pretty you know fly place as far as homeless camps go. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna have to go to one, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is like one of those things where like I realize I can't be a filmmaker because you look around this camp and you it doesn't it you get a sense of community here like immediately yeah just really quick I think it's because it's spread out and it's cleaner but mm. I don't know it's like because he was at a place with a whole bunch of homeless people earlier and it seemed like a hellhole and this place seems like pretty cool yeah so so anyway Gil tells him oh well if you got tools we can use you you know and that's great yeah. Nice. yeah. So always make yourself useful. Yeah, wherever you go, earn your keep. Yeah, don't go to Zach's house unless you're ready to do a podcast. That's right. Yeah, you just don't. You don't show up without a mic. That's right. Yeah, you get to eat donuts, but you're gonna have to earn those donuts. I ate like five donuts while watching this movie. (laughs) Oh my god, that's too many donuts. I only had one, but I brought the gear. It's because I ate the other five. Yeah, but the box was half empty when I got here. Yeah, I'm 260 pounds. I'm not saying I'm not fat. <laughs> <laughs> I forget how large you are. Like you're, just, you're like it's not just like you know you're 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 just a substantial person. It's all in my ass. <laughs> That's true. It's spectacular. It's quite an ass. Oh man. All right. So we're in the camp. Eating dinner. Stuff's happening. Yeah. So um, Keith David brings up. He's got family. In Detroit. He's got a, a wife and a kid. Yeah. You know, and the steel mills shut down over there, and they, they didn't mind helping them out, you know, which is implied, like, you know, that they worked for less or worked harder without pay, you know, yeah. when they were down. And then, you know what they did for themselves? They gave themselves raises. So he's mm-hmm. he's unhappy with the corporate greed. The man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Baby, I am the man. Yeah, So, um, yeah, so, and he basically says he wished he could take a sledgehammer. You know, to their fancy foreign cars. Yeah, because you know it's Peter Gabriel. (laughs) (laughs) Peter Gabriel. A few kids today that don't get the Peter Gabriel joke assume he said Miley Cyrus. I guess that's the best uh, I can do. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, I wouldn't. That's the closest modern analog to even, that song. No, I that's don't not do even. Bad jokes. <laughs> Quality. She's not even here. like. Yeah. Anyhow. There's some people uh, watching the TV. Oh, real quick, I'd like to mention. I just want to keep it rolling. Uh, I know. Roddy Piper, uh, when when Keith David brings up sledgehammers, he says, well, you know, I like to, you know, I want to work hard, follow the rules. You know, yeah. it's good. So he, he's a straight arrow, you know. Yeah. He's not looking for anything here. He just wants to plow forward, which is kind of where you get some characterization of you know keith david he's got a chip on his shoulder yeah yeah meanwhile roddy piper he just you know he just wants to go and, and work hard and he'll get his day yeah because he's white and he will because that's how <laughs> that's how it works unfortunately yeah. keith david's less likely to get a lucky break unfortunately <laughs> in 1980s or a lot, modern a lot of commentary in this film. that's correct it's very political yeah 
as a white male, it makes me very uncomfortable just to talk about it because someone's going to write an angry letter. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm here. I got you guys covered. You're bouncing out. Yeah. Nah. See, that's when we got the gradient scale, right? He's like, you know, minority, then you're half minority, and then I'm all white, so it all works. It yeah, you know, bounces it's out. full spectrum. Yeah. Old, yeah. Except the much darker half. It just kind of starts it like yeah. cream and goes we over. Need, we need Pat. Brown. We do no, need Patrick, Pat. Yeah. Oh, That's... and he's gay. We'll get just we'll get the full thing, and, oh and then I can say whatever I want. I know he's so good at that. Man. Like... Ah, shame we don't know anybody that's Jewish. I know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> if we had a Jew. Oh, oh my. Yeah, this is. Oh, I don't know if boy. I can help this you out with that. He's gone off the rails. Too, yeah, right? I know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely an interesting feels, episode, though. It feels like before we were broadcasting these podcasts, back when we'd just talk about whatever. Yeah, I know. So... You gotta focus, though. So, the, uh, so there are two guys watching TV, and um, the TV's come up before. It's Channel channel 54, Cable 54. Yeah. Hmm. And um, honestly, I think Cable 54 is done so well, because everything they show is just middle of the 80s commercials and whatnot. And yeah. it's... It's perfect. Like, you don't question it for a minute that this is something you would have seen on TV. Yeah. It's just, it's like, you know, sweaty guys playing football in their backyard or just, you know, a lady with press-on nails. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. It is pitch perfect for just 1980s fashion, blech, nothing. It's, just... it's right on the money. Yeah. Um, and so while this TV's on, it, get, it gets hijacked by, by a, a white guy. Yeah. Chubby, bearded, looks like some kind of professor. He looks like he's wearing a tweed jacket type thing. He, he, yeah. And he starts talking kind of the same thing the preacher was, a little yeah. bit more or less. Like just, world you know, order kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's like there's there's an order. You guys aren't seeing it. We, we can't we can't block out their signal. You know, crazy conspiracy stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. That somebody's creating an oppressive society. That's correct. And then, meanwhile, Roddy Piper looks off to the side and he sees the preacher and he's mouthing all the words he says perfectly. Yeah. Like it's the same conversation. Yeah. It's written down somewhere. So, then it, it's Gil, right? Yeah. Gil so, Rian. then Gil sees him and because and, the, the signal gets cut off and they, they both run into the church, which is across the street yeah. from the place. And Roddy goes, huh. And, and in the morning, he, he talks to... He talks to um, Gilbert, and he says, eh, choir practice went on a little late last night, didn't it? And he's <laughs> yeah. like, well, the church lets us use their kitchen at like four in the morning. Yeah, that's kind of And he says, we suspicious. feed a lot of people. <laughs> he says, okay. But, um... It's like, well, anyways. You know, he... So, Roddy Piper borrows some binoculars, and he starts looking over at the church, just keeping watch, and you notice there's people going in and out there's some kind of boxes and stuff and and keith david oversees this and he goes and he asks him or am i skipping ahead no i don't think so wait what is yeah no we should be right there yeah the church, so um looking around, yeah. yeah yeah he's so and then he, he goes in he, he snoops around in the church and he finds some chemicals yeah. some, some weird vials stuff. and stuff and i think i thought it was bomb making material or i thought like they were getting rid of yeah yeah there's it it looks, it kind of looks fishy set up a little bit. It reminds me of like a Bill Nye set. Yeah. Just vaguely, you know, different color vials must be a lab. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. That's what I was thinking. I couldn't do any better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, um. We're not professional. So he sees like some sunglasses and then there's a little hidden door he finds in the corner because he trips over it. He also sees that there's, there's music coming from the church, but it's all coming out of speakers through a tape yeah. recorder. There's nobody in there. Yeah, and in the church they're talking back and forth about some kind of attack and some sort of shipment. And yeah. All. So he finds a little hidden door and he doesn't really do anything with it. He seals it up. And then the uh, the preacher comes. Yeah. And he starts feeling him up. Because he happens to be blind. Because mm -hmm. he happens to be blind. Yeah. I don't see disabilities. There you go. <laughs> and the preacher certainly doesn't. <laughs> so... Um, he starts feeling his face and his hands, and he's like, "Oh, working man, you know, you'll be back." Because he's he wants to get yeah, out of there because like, he got caught. Anything he can to get yeah. out the door. Roddy Piper's like tripping out the door, and the the preacher says, "Like you know, life may have taken my eyes, but you know, God lets me see, and you're coming back." Yeah. You know. You'll be back. Yeah, because he wants to tell him the truth. Yeah. So he, show him the 
Yeah, so he, he watches the church with binoculars, and, and Keith David notices this, and Keith David gives him a little speech about how, you know, you keep your head down, you do your own thing, you know. I walk a white line, you know, in yeah. the middle. <laughs> and uh, Roddy Piper says, the white line's in the middle of the road. That's where you get hit by cars. Yeah. You know? And there's a helicopter flying this Oh yeah, and there's a there's a helicopter kind of circling around around the church. Yeah. And then there's a raid. Yeah. Well, it's that night. Yeah. The Nighttime. Comes back. So Nighttime. that night, the helicopter comes back. It's wheeling around, and and a bulldozer comes through the homeless encampment. Yeah. Flares get thrown around the church, and a whole bunch of cops circle it, run in, bust it up. And riot yeah. gear. They got all these cars. They got coming. riot gear. They're yeah. coming through. You know. Yeah. yeah. They're there for, you know, it's a big deal. Something and going people down. are just scattering around, running from the cops all over the place. They they scatter like cockroaches when you turn the light on. Yeah. And um. Yep. yep. So, you know, because they they don't stand a chance. They got riot shields yeah. and, and body armor. And, and there's a lot just, of them. And a bulldozer. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> you can't argue with a bulldozer. Yeah, you're not doing anything with that. <laughs> I've tried. Oh really? It was like a are you my mother situation. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that wasn't a bulldozer. That was an excavator. Oh, sorry. Oh, that, that and technically, it. it was a snort. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be... All right. Man. Oh, no. I didn't get that. I'm sure most people didn't. Oh, yeah. No, nobody got it's that. It's all right, man. I'm surprised that I even got that. <laughs> it's, it, there's an old children's book about a little bird looking for its mom, and it runs into everything, and it, like, you know, it's like a dog and yeah. all kinds of Are different... You Are you my mother? And then... <laughs> At the very end, it asks like a big old excavator if it's his mother. <laughs> All right, that that makes sense now, but yeah. that yeah. took quite a while. Yeah, yeah that was explain. a long walk for nothing. Yeah, sorry. All right, let's get back. <laughs> how, here. How everyone's running around. Everyone's scattering. Cops are harassing people. So, um, so Roddy Piper, he he looks around for a while, but then he decides to run. Yeah. You know, and he takes off, and he sees um, the preacher. Yeah. And a few of the other people just getting beat up by the cops. Yeah. Like, full Rodney King. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Just Even against the wall, nightstick to the face, just, you know, pummel him. Yeah. Um, this is where I'd like to bring up almost all the action in the movie looks really fake. Like, they, mm. they miss timing. You know, you can see they totally miss somebody's head. It adds to the charm. You know, it was a cheap little movie. They didn't have a bunch of time. They had to get the riot suits back to the shop by 8 o'clock. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. So, you know, and sometimes the sound's off with the hit. Like, the sound will hit right before contact's made or a bit yeah. too far after. I'm, I'm just nitpicky yeah, here. Yeah, because I didn't really notice it. It's part of the charm, though. So they're, they're beating the crap out of a blind old black guy which is like almost which is like the trifecta of stuff you're not supposed <laughs> right. to do and, um, and well and then uh, another guy gets it too yeah and there's I a few people name. and roddy sees this and kind of keeps going which we can't really blame him for because on top of the three or four cops they've assigned to beat these people each yeah there's like a full 10 men detachment kind of blocking them off yeah um so so Roddy keeps going, and right around the corner, like like within spitting distance of the cops, is a kid shaking in a corner. Was by the some... kid he got the binoculars from earlier? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so he sees this kid, and the kid's shaking, and he looks up at him, and then Roddy Piper reaches out his hand. And the kid takes it, and they just they run off. Yeah. Um, you know, Roddy's got just your get back. Get away. Yeah. And yeah. he. Yeah. And he runs down the alleyway, but then at the end of the alleyway, a flare gets thrown, and a cop car screeches in out of nowhere. Two cops show up, and then they dive into a building yeah. on the side. And then there's a, there's a whole bunch of people in there. There's a, a mom and a dad, and a guy who reminds me vaguely of Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I think it's An because older Dave Chappelle. Smoking. Yeah. <laughs> well, a modern Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, who's more not who 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 never decided to take up vaping and just kept with his cigarette. Yeah. Yep. This is Dave Chappelle we're dealing with. Yeah. And he asked Roddy Piper if it's World War Three out there, and Roddy Piper doesn't say nothing. Join so, the party. Next morning, there like a whole bunch of people are picking through the camp looking for stuff, and there's nothing there but a bunch of torn rags, yeah. some old rusty barrels. Yeah, it's you know. out, man. It's yeah. it's gone, and yeah. and Roddy Roddy takes a look at the church. He goes back to And him. he decides to go back in there and it's it's tossed. Yeah. Oh, I forgot That's to mention when reason. he was when he was in the church, written on the wall, big black, yeah. was um 
was they live, we sleep. Yeah. And now that part of the wall is immaculate. Everything else is tossed, but that part of the wall, fresh white paint. Yeah. Yeah, that's everything. So Roddy goes to the little cubby hole he discovered last time. Just a little... Kind of like a hole in the wall itself. Yeah, like a little it's, compartment. It's area. where you go when the Nazis come. You know, it's not really... Yeah, it's like a hole in the drywall. Oh, you wouldn't it's notice like it. It's like where but... I'd stash my kids if I hear those sound and there's a bad color in the village. Like that's, <laughs> it's just a little. Yeah, he boy, so, oh, so he man. found it earlier. I like the village. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just dis like you know. I just discredited everything I've ever said about film as like a good opinion I when know. I just said I love the you village. Did. Well, I like the village. It's it's not a good movie, but I enjoy it. You can just be on. Yeah. So anyway. I, think, I think we've yeah. adequately so, described the hole. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. so with this hole that you now have a spectacular, clear picture of in your mind, he takes the, the the little wall chunk off, and he goes in there, and he finds a box, and inside the box is just a whole bunch of sunglasses. Yeah. And what the hell? What a what a letdown. Yeah. Thought it would be something what good. Time, I mean, he could sell it in the back of his car. Maybe. It's got to be. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're name, if they're name brand. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> They're like cheap glasses. So, where? Yeah, they're. they're yeah. Oh, and then he. Oh, that's when he I just I just switched over to my notes from uh, <laughs> from Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, nice. I was very well, confused when I saw Super Freak in there. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out. So um. He runs into an alley, and then he. Yeah. Yeah. So he. He goes into an alley and he sees these these uh, glasses. Yeah. And he throws them on and everything's in black and white with the glasses on. Yeah. And he sees a big poster that says "Obey" on it. Yeah. Like or a billboard. Yeah. Big yeah. billboard that says "Obey," and he takes it off and it's just a billboard for Let's I don't know some computer stuff. There you go. So. He he puts the glasses on and off and it, it keeps changing back and forth and he. Walks out into the street. Uh, there's a picture of a of a beautiful woman. You know, go to the Caribbean, and he yeah. puts he puts the glasses on, and and it says marry and reproduce. Yeah, just black bold text, no picture at all. So he looks around, and it just says buy. You know, yeah. submit. You know, money. You know, just well, it never says money. It just says buy, consume. Yeah. You know, no matter all where that. he looks, uh, no independent thought. Just. No matter where he's looking, there's some sort of 1984-esque, you know. It's like some kind of decoding thing. or Yeah. It, yeah. So, and then he sees a man who has, like, I call them skull face. Yeah, they're, I mean, here, they're but, like skeleton people to me. Yeah, yeah they look, they're, they're like half decomposed with huge light bulb like eyes. Yeah. They're, they're missing chunks of their face here and there. It's, yeah. it's a pretty nice makeup job for it the budget really cool. yeah there's yeah. a lot of them it's they they couldn't go with like making it super realistic so they just went for one style in particular and i think it works well yeah it looks really cool so he sees this one guy who i'm, I'm just gonna call him skull face because that's what i kept writing yeah. down so he sees a skull face or a they i don't know what I the know. like the the, yeah, in my notes is. i just call yeah. them skeleton people so i have no idea <laughs> So he sees a he sees a skull face. Are we all skull faces? Yeah. And um, oh, is that a deep kind of <laughs> deep down we're all skull faces. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you can go beneath the skin, yeah. Um, and he he kind of freaks out at this guy and this dude's looking at him like, "What's your problem?" And he puts the glasses on and off and it's just a regular guy. Yeah. You know he he looks like a. A he looks like a business villain from the 80s. <laughs> yeah, he looks like the, the yeah. uncle that's going to take the house away from your single mom. Like that's, that's He looks like that guy. So, you know, he sees that back and forth, and he, he leaves through a magazine and just everything, like consume, submit, you know, all yeah. kinds every of... Page and every page. Every page, and yeah. then um, the guy who owns the, uh, the little stand that they're by says, are you going to buy that? And, the guy looks down at, at money and it says, this is your God. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the money. I thought it was great. Yeah. Which, like, maybe a Benjamin, but the dude had seven bucks in his hand. So, yeah. Like, you know. Mm. Something. He's not going to worship seven bucks. Yeah. You never know. It's more just general, yeah. I could use seven bucks. <laughs> uh, 
It's almost enough for a movie ticket. Hey, yeah. It is Terra Vista. Yeah, Terra Vista. So, they got um, you. So he walks into another store, and he sees, like, that it's intermixed with people and skull people. Yeah. And, um, and he bumps into a woman. Yeah. Who's well, a skull person. This makes me laugh so hard. And, um, and he looks at the cashier and her, and she says, like, oh, is there an issue? And he's all like, yeah, this guy's okay, but you're really fucking ugly. Yeah. You're just straight just up, up. Yeah. right? He's just like, because he puts the glasses on, he takes glasses off, he's like, you're fine without the glasses, I put on the glasses, you're real fucking ugly. Yeah. I couldn't stop laughing. So you got a formaldehyde face, right? you know? Oh. Just and super which, hyper delivery. Which was great to me, because this whole time, um, Roddy Piper's been nothing but polite. Yeah. You know, he's been he's been a real stand-up guy, you never would have known, you know, that yeah. he would have just, and it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Just you're really ugly, so so you know people get mad at him, the shopkeeper. But then the lady talks into her watch. He's yeah. like, "We got one that can see us," and like he looks around and all the skull just people, like, Uh-oh. they're yeah. all on their watch. So he he kind of backs out of there, yeah, and goes down an alley. So it's like they notice they there's like a actual yeah. something yeah. going so on. A cop car pulls up, two cops get out. They're both skull faces. Yeah. And uh, they say, hey, listen, man, you know, we can both benefit from this, uh, you know, little little misunderstanding here. They're trying to negotiate with him. But uh, Roddy takes a swing at him. He does. He's like, I'm not having any of you skull-faced people. <laughs> yeah. Punches, punches, you know, and then they, they get the upper hand on him. But he gets a gun and just shoots him. Yeah. Which... It happens, it happens that it. fast. No, he just pulls out a cop's gun out of the holster and bam, yeah. one's down. And then bam, the other one's down. Like yeah. just, And no that's way. it. He's, he's instantly just, and then he goes into the cop car, he grabs a shotgun, walks into a government building immediately. No cut, no time dissolve. He just immediately walks into a building. You don't know, he's probably just looking for a place to hide, but he looks around. Yeah, and then he says And there's the a line. whole bunch of stuff, and he says the line that everyone knows yeah. that this movie for this is the this is the one with the staying power yeah which is i am here to kick ass it's actually chew bubble gum yeah to chew bubble gum and kick ass yeah and i'm all out of bubble gum yeah and then just start and then he starts opening fire which is great because he went from just nice middle of the line guy didn't want to do anything to shooting two cops and then opening fire in a crowded room yeah so fantastic what a you know, guy. yeah perfect for our modern times yeah <laughs> hasn't aged well i still think it's awesome it's fun i love it man to shoot a bunch of people he's i'm guessing yeah. he's yeah, people so, with the, the skull faces well, then he looks yeah. at the guy in the corner and that guy disappears yeah and he looks at a guy in a corner with one of his watches and he just blips out of existence yeah. and he's like, oh no but before that before the guy blips out of existence, he he talks into his watch. He's like he's he's like you know tall male, you know black glasses and whatnot. And the guy says long hair. Yeah. And he's what's the line, Zach? That he says. Oh, I guess that's. I don't oh, know. the the corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mama don't like tattletales. <laughs> yeah. Mama don't like tattletales. And then he blips out of existence before he can shoot him. <laughs> Which. I don't even know if I should like that or hate that. I'm kind of in the middle <laughs> as to whether or not that's any good. <laughs> I, I well, I find Piper so endearing. Like oh, yeah. I love him so much. Yeah, I when when I walked into this film, I had no idea. I've never seen Piper really in anything. Yeah. So he's he just he has to he has to win me here. Yeah. You know this is his his thing. So you know, Mama don't like tattletales. It sounds like something he would say like in wrestling. Yeah, that sounds. Like... <laughs> so he he shoots all these people, and then as he's uh, as he goes out, a cop stops him with a a cop comes out and and Roddy Piper holds him up and he sees that he's a just an actual cop, a regular yeah. person. And he tells him to drop his gun. The cop drops his gun. He says, "Beat your feet." Yeah. And the cop takes off. So um, then he goes into a parking complex and hijacks a woman. He, uh, he steals your car. He steals your car and kidnaps well, her. Yeah, yeah. He he makes her drive. He gets yeah. He he has a gun to her. Yeah. And he tells her to go drive. You know, are you married? Yes. Please don't fucking lie to me. Okay, I'm not married. Gor- I don't know who she is. She's got gorgeous eyes though. 
Yeah, no, I don't know. That's just we just know her name. But... Yeah, her name is Holly. Yeah, you know. Oh, we find out it's Holly. Yeah. She'd later marry John McClane. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So, uh, so they go to um, so so he tells her to bring her to to his to her house. Yeah. So they go to they go to her house and the two gay neighbors see him, but they walk out of the car in such a way that you know she can't call from help. Yeah, because he's like hiding the gun. He's hiding a gun, but he's kind of holding their shoulder, so it looks like they're they're close. Like they're gonna, you know, mm, yeah, not right. boots. Oh, thank you. I don't know for the effect. Anyway, <laughs> tell you um, when you're older. <laughs> okay. So she works at Cable Fifty Four. Yeah. Which I'm sure isn't relevant. And then, uh, <laughs> so he, he kind of, he says he's sorry about this, and she says, you grab a gun. Like, you know, you're, you're in charge. Yes. I'll do whatever, whatever you say. And he's like, and he starts falling asleep because he's tired. He's yeah, because the glasses are wearing him down. He's had a long day of mass shooting. So, um, so he, so Holly tries to make a move when he's asleep, but, uh, he's not really asleep, you know, standard. Yeah. Thing. He's like, don't fuck with me. Yeah. You know? So she gets up because she's thirsty. She pours herself a drink, and uh, Roddy wants her to try on his glasses. Yeah. Because, you know, she'll be able to see. And he's like, I'll see whatever you tell me to see when you put them on because yeah. you have a gun. And he's like, yeah. fine, you know, don't see it. And um, does she bring up Cable 54 now? And then the. Yeah, I think that's what she said. Yeah, so she brings up the Cable 54. And Roddy goes up to her like, oh, wow, you know, that's great. And then he flies out the window. Yeah, I mean, just astonishingly. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, Holly kind of does a thing. She like, kind of trips him out the yeah. window. And it, it's like the wall is just this huge Well, I saw glass. him getting up, right? Uh -huh. And then I looked away. And I looked back. And he's just flying out the window. <laughs> you know what? I can tell you the same thing. Because I was, <laughs> I was taking notes about the Cable 54. And then the yeah. next thing I saw, he's out a window. Yeah, Come that's on. exactly yeah. what I saw. <laughs> yeah, I don't see exactly. I didn't see exactly. <laughs> so it turns out none of us know how he ended up out the window. Like, for sure. I don't know. I if think he, she pushed him. Yeah. She could have oh. just spin kicked him in the back of the head for all <laughs> yeah. we know. She could have stuck out her foot. We have no clue. Well, the cable right. 54 part was important to write down. You know? yeah. That was a pretty Six important detail. Six eyes here and nobody's <laughs> Eight is... if you count the yeah, dog. Yeah. Which I don't. <laughs> so. Nobody does. This dog sucks. I like your dog. Yeah, my dog died. This is my mom's dog. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's alright. Let's move on. Piper's out the window rolling down a hill. Yeah, so, so Piper's out the window and once again, I love defenestration. It's my favorite thing. It's when somebody gets thrown out a window. It's the technical term, defenestration. I didn't even know that, Anytime anyone is defenestrated, that sounds. Or there's some sort of defenestration, I will use that word as often as I can. I like it. It's the word of the day. That's it's one of those, we got the ding. The more you know, we got yeah. that going now. No, like that's. It's like it, it's one of my fetishes. Somebody getting thrown out a window. It, it just makes me happy on the inside. <laughs> it's like seeing Army Hammer. You know, you just you just feel warm. Well, now we're all gonna remember that word. Has I love Provocative sounds. No, I'm gonna try to throw an army hammer yeah. into every one of these from I now on. I don't know who came up with that word. Anyways. So he flies out the window, he rolls down a hill, and uh and and Holly calls the cops. Or yeah. her boss. I can't tell. One yeah, she or the calls other. somebody. I think it's the cops, but yeah. so cops barrel down the street. Yeah. So that would make you think it's the cops, but it could have been her boss, because the boss would call the cops because you know everybody's in on it. Yeah. So when he dropped the glasses inside Yeah, he her dropped the glasses in, in her house. So, Roddy runs down kind of this small little place to hide. He, he goes up to the, like a, he goes under an overpass. Yeah. Underpass. And then he, um, he, he sleeps there for the night. And then the next day he, uh, he goes to find Frank. Yeah. So he tells Frank, hey, Frank, you know, when he's at, he's getting, Frank is getting a drink at his job, and, and Piper snuck in over there. He's like, hey, Frank, and Frank's like, I don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah. How many people did you kill? And this is my favorite, like, chill. part of the movie. He's like, oh, they weren't people. Yeah. Frank's like, you crazy motherfucker. And I love that, because that's how you'd react to yeah. somebody telling you they weren't people. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, when you think about it. So... <laughs> So good. It's like you better not let anybody see you. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he, um, so, you know, the, the bridge with Frank is kind of burned. Frank, you know, tells him to go away. I don't want to see you again. Yeah. And Piper goes to pick up his box of glasses. Yeah, that he hid in a trash can. That he hid in a trash can earlier. I forgot to mention that. He had a yeah. whole box of glasses that he hid at the bottom of a trash can. Which we all joked at the time. Unless it's trash Unless day. it's trash day. Garbage day! For anyone who's seen Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. So, he goes to the trash can, and what do you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was garbage day. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And guess what else? Yeah, but the truck's still there. Yeah. It's just closing up. Which is so lucky. <laughs> so, so, Piper sees that, and he kind of sneaks around the back, because the garbage man is arguing with somebody. Yeah. So, he opens the back of the thing with the... With the mechanism yeah. that's there, you know, the oh, hydraulic man. lift. Yeah. And he sneaks back there and he goes through the trash and he, he finds he finds uh, some glasses back there. Yeah. It's kind of all scattered about, but then the trash truck starts lifting. Yeah. Like like a dump truck. Like and all him and the rest of the trash dump out. Yeah. Which is preferable to like a new hope trash compactor, right. you know, rolling down. I don't know why that's so funny, but that, like, I always found it's that... the really, way he says it. I know. It makes me laugh every time. I found, that was the most annoying part of that movie when I was a kid. It's creepy, <laughs> I'm all gonna die. That's so, he gets out of the trash. So he gets out of the, and, and I love it, because the, the garbage truck just drives away. It doesn't yeah. even notice, which is also just part of the deal in this city. Like, everyone's super apathetic. Yeah. Like, they're not paying attention. They don't know, they don't asleep, care, because they're asleep. Man. They're asleep, man. It's the TV and the corporations, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. The signals make them docile, man. Yeah. That's so right. you need your, your tinfoil hat. Yeah. That's it. Block the signals. So, um... Well, now he well, he got what he was looking for. So, so he's in here. And, he's um... In so he's got his box and his glasses. And he turns around. There's Frank. Yeah. It's his Keith David. I'm like, I knew it was going to come back, but I didn't know it was going to be this soon. And I'm so happy to see him. And then he says, he's got like a, he's got like a wad, a cash in his hand. Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't tell if it's in an envelope or not. But, um, he's all like, so. I don't think it is, it's just cash. So here's, here's the great thing, you know. Roddy's got his sunglasses in one hand. And a cardboard box in the other. And Keith David's like 15 feet away from yeah, him or something. Some and Keith David holds up the wad of cash and goes, It's a week's pay. It's the best I can do for you. And he chugs it across and it lands right in the box. So Beautiful, straight shot. Like he was throwing a javelin. Just <laughs> just arcs right into the box. It's beautiful. Like, couldn't have been any better. Yeah. yeah. It's my favorite shot of the movie and my favorite shot of the movie. Ah, <laughs> ah, yeah. That's the beginning of your favorite scene. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Roddy Piper says, You gotta put on these glasses. Yeah. You know, you'll see everything when you put on these glasses. And uh, Frank ain't having it. No. You stay away from me, you crazy mother. He yeah. just says mother this time. Yeah. I was sure of it. And, like, you know, he tells him to back off, and, and he's not having it. Uh -huh. And they're, they're at an impasse. Yeah. So they both pull up a chair and they talk about it for about yeah. an hour and try to figure out really like why the glasses are important to Roddy yeah. and why he killed those people. It's really good. Yeah. It like really breaks down psychologically. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't expecting that kind of depth from this no, movie, but they either. really like, I, I just love it that they just topped it out. Yeah, that's pretty good. No, they have a fight. Yeah, and it's it, great. It is spectacular. It's, it's so great. <laughs> it is. I, I looked it up because I wanted to know. It is six minutes long. Yeah. Because they keep going. It's like, everything you want it to be. At about four minutes in, I said, it's still going. And I laughed to myself yeah. at how long it was going. And then it went on for another two minutes. Yeah. Like. They pull out weapons on each other. Like, it gets no, crazy. It's, it's great. And you think it's over so many times because somebody's on the ground or somebody else yeah. is. And somebody you obviously. Just keep getting up. Well, it's like none of them really want to seriously hurt the other yeah. person. They That's just, true. Keith David just wants to like. Well, at one point, he just wants vengeance. <laughs> He's yeah. mad he got punched. Yeah. So, so they go back They go back and forth in this fight. Like, yeah. somebody has the upper hand, and somebody else has the upper hand. Yeah. And and I, I wish I could give you the blow-by-blow, blow, but you've really got to see this movie just for this scene. Yeah. Because it is really good. It's one of the better fight scenes I've ever seen in a movie. It's, uh, it was very entertaining. It's, I can't think of a fight scene I like more, honestly. 
it's really really good and it goes on forever yeah. and um roddy roddy piper wins barely well it's because uh, keith david gets him down keith david gets him away. down two or three times but roddy piper keeps getting back up slowly yeah. It's like King Kong and King Kong versus yeah, Godzilla. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, but Godzilla then, keeps knocking him down, but King Kong just keeps yeah. getting back up. And then Piper, like, eventually, like, suplexes him and puts the glasses on his exactly. face. Exactly. Yeah. 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 At the very end, once he's weak. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Finally got him. Got the glasses on him. So he, he throws the glasses on Keith David, and he's like, I'm trying to save your family. I'm trying to save everybody. Yeah. Um, so Keith David sees like a, a blimp, a drone in the air and they have these drones flying around. Yeah. Roddy Piper destroyed one with a shotgun earlier in yeah. the film between his shootouts. Yeah. Um, and so, so Keith David's in now. Yeah. They had a box of glasses. They each got their own pair and they, uh, they walk into, uh, well, oh yeah, they got line. the great line. Yeah. So, so Keith David's taking this all in that like all this stuff is happening and Roddy Piper tells him. Life's or what is it? Yeah. Life's a bitch. And she's back in heat. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. Oh, it's just so good. Like I don't know. It's. I don't know how to feel about this movie. I really don't. I adore this movie. Cause it. It feels like a bad movie, and I want to like it on the premise that it's a bad movie, but it's too good for that. Yeah. So it's it really I, I really don't know how to feel. No, about it makes it. me think about like the uh, Escape from the L.A. and New York. Yeah. Movies. Like it has that vibe to me. Well, probably more like New York because New York's good. L.A. gets a little wonky. <laughs> yeah. The only reason anyone should ever watch Escape from L.A. is that Bruce Campbell's in it, hey, and he's not in enough. Yeah. You need to see him wherever he is. Yeah. So um. <laughs> Bloodied and bruised, both of them. Yeah. Uh, Keith David and Roddy Piper check into a motel together, and the I I love how the what is it the concierge I wouldn't even the desk clerk the desk clerk because yeah. this is a this is a ratty yeah shit, concierge I don't know what the desk clerk kind of looks them both over because you know they're two large muscular men yeah with thick yeah. sunglasses on like we need a room. <laughs> And it's and I love how under like it's not even played for comedy. They don't even cut to like his reaction face. It's just he yeah. looks up and like you know gives them both a look. And then they're up the stairs. They they're they're in the motel. And Roddy Piper has a little speech at night. Mm-hmm. He tells Kate David not to wear the glasses too long because apparently you you get into some kind of pain. Yeah, it's like a knife twisting in your head when you're wearing the glasses for too long i think my my theory is that since it blocks out the signal and you're so used to the signal it hurts thinking but that's as close as i can i don't know maybe i can can dig it that's my idea i'll allow it yeah thank you i think that's i appreciate that he is in charge i don't know what i would do if he didn't allow. just edit it out at the end we'd never know that's true he's in charge of that that's right anything he doesn't agree with God. He could just he could just edit it all with just the most racist individuals. That's Don't talk true. about a movie at all. Just string together yeah. everything politically incorrect. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. nineteen eighty four is big time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I got the power. Like, Dutchness, who's that? He's he never said anything on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just you and Tomas. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm just stalling. That'd okay. be very Come on, so man. Get um, it together. So Keith David goes downstairs for some reason, I don't know. And um, he runs into Gilbert, yeah. who's wearing sunglasses. And they're like, oh, shit. You know, they both look at each other, and he tells them, and, and Gilbert comes into their room, and he's like, there's a meeting sometime. You know, you, you guys should come. You know, we need all the help we can get. So they go to this warehouse, and there's a, there's a biker dude-looking guy. Big old beard, you know. He's got a shotgun. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's an older guy, bandana on his head, big old shotgun, and he's he's not wearing glasses, which struck me as odd. Yeah. <laughs> because he's he's the guard, but he, he he doesn't have any glasses on, and he points at his eyes and he says, "There's a new thing going down, friends." <laughs> and then they walk in, and I'm like, okay. And then they start, you know, talking about plans and ideas and meetings, and they get brought over to a desk, and they give them contact lenses. Yeah. You know. Which, I'm like, oh, okay, that's why the guy at the front wasn't wearing glasses. It's filmmaking right there. Yeah. You know? I, Small I details. Didn't, I didn't trust them at first, but they, they got me back. Yeah. 
They... She was wearing contact lenses. Yeah. Like, I should have trusted you, Carpenter. That's yeah, what it was. Has he ever led you astray? No, can't think of a time. Exactly. I haven't seen enough of his movies to tell you when he's led me astray. Um. So, so they're in the meeting. Gilbert's kind of the head of the thing. They're, they, he tells, uh, he tells Keith, David, and Piper that they're going to need, like, you know, troops, to, like heavy hitters when the thing goes down, you know, and he wants them to do it. And they're like, yeah, you know, that's what we do. So, so they're all in there and they explain that, like, you know, most of the police just think that we're communists. Yeah. That's to what they were told. The government. Yeah. 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 So they got stockpiles of guns, glasses, contact lenses, everything, you know, they're, they're all shored up. And at this meeting, Brady Piper sees, sees Holly. Yeah. He's like, oh shoot. And he goes over to talk to her and this is what I really like. So you can see she has the slightest bit of a tan and you can see that she doesn't have a tan in the perfect place for those sunglasses to go. Uh-huh. She brings up that, uh, you know, the things at Cable 54, that's where they're, that's where they're looking for. Yeah. So she, she brings that up and that's how Roddy sees and he, she's like, I gotta go talk to somebody. So he goes, walks over there and talks to her and she says, you were right. Yada, yada, yada. And at, in the middle of their discussion, the wall blows up. Yeah. No warning. Boom. Yeah. One big explosion. And you know, they all come in. Gonna bring him to the Ready Player One Loyalty Center. It's all right. It's I okay. really liked it. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Money well spent. Um, well, they're getting raided now. Yeah. yeah, they're getting raided by the police. That's right. And, the and skeleton people. They're not so, just there. And, to... and they don't just come in like you know, hands up, whatever. They come in shooting, full no. auto, just no. mowing down these people. The no. whole thing's just wiped out. Full fire. Yeah. Roddy, Keith, David. They they grab a watch. From yeah, like the same watch that they're using to communicate, they go and and run out. Uh, they run out of the building, guns blazing. Holly makes it out. We don't know where she gets though. Everybody else dies. There's only three survivors as far yeah. as I know. So Keith, David, and Roddy Piper kind of pinned down in a corner. Yeah, shooting, and the, alley. the watch gets broken, and it opens up a hole in the ground. And they're like, okay. It's it's literally exactly that. It is a hole in the ground. It reminds me of like the, you know, like a portable hole, in uh, like Roger Rabbit or something okay. like that. You yeah. know, just or some kind of cartoon where you can just have a hole somewhere. Yeah. Like they, so like that Beatles Yellow Submarine where they had a hole in their pocket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so they just um, they just jump through and then they're underground. Mm-hmm. They walk around for a while and then they find this big boardroom. Which is the human power elite. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's, it's like it's more like a ballroom. It's like more a, like a ballroom than a boardroom. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a big ballroom, tables all like over the place. Yeah. Kind of thing. They're having a thing, you know. Yeah. There's a guy talking in the front. Yeah, how they want to create yeah. an alliance between the human power elite and then them. And them and everyone's yeah. profits have increased 39%. Yeah. Then Robin Williams comes up and says, we're all orphans. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily, but... Oh, man. That was good. I was trying to think of another movie with a ballroom with tables. That one bites a little, though. (laughs) But a guy does walk up to them. You know the scientists are experimenting on lawyers now? We gotta move on. I'm sorry, yeah. We gotta move on. So... That's Tomas. Watch Hook! (laughs) (laughs) So, um... So they're at this elite thing, and, and they're both, Keith David and Piper, just kind of standing around yeah. and thinking, what the hell? You hear the, you hear the speech guy, he's talking about multidimensional expansion. Multidimensional transportation, everything's going great. And um, they found out from the meeting that um, that these people, they're, they're like, they come here, hum- they treat humans like livestock. Yeah. You know, they're just resources to be used. They go from planet to planet kind of just using all the resources and leaving yeah you know it's all just it's all just greed you know they're just they're just another higher power exploiting a lower class you know and the whole planet's lower class yeah so they're in here with all this elite and then a guy walks up suit and tie and says ah glad you boys are with us and honestly i didn't recognize him at all i didn't remember him 
No, none yeah. of us did. But he was he was one of the bums watching TV yeah. at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. And uh, he comes in and he says, uh, "There's like, what you like? You know, you guys should dress better now that you're with us. You know, now that you have the money for it." Yeah. And um, so he's like, "Would you like the tour?" And they're like, "Yeah." So he shows them around. Yeah. He shows them to the. Uh, planetary transportation thing you can go yeah, anywhere yeah, for him. yeah the cool. teleporter mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of the of the thing that got uh tim allen to the spaceship in galaxy quest yeah it's kind of just turns you to gel and shoots you off <laughs> i'd pay a lot of money for that <laughs> so um take some back yeah. So some... they see that, and then is all I would. So then they go to the brain center, of the whole operation. Yeah, like the control room. Which is great because these fa- aliens have fancy, like super expensive, real-to-real technology. Yeah. You know, they've mastered interdimensional space travel, but you know they gotta, they gotta still have to use film and well, you know, because audio Earth, tape. Probably. I don't know. If it's this much of an open secret, you think the control room would have like space stuff? Well, because not everybody working there knows that they're... That's true. But then they just walked over from the hallway with the space thing five feet away. Okay, I'm trying to help, man. I, I know, know. I'm sorry. They I they know. had three million. They had to use what... The, they couldn't mock up another space thing. Was, I'm, I'm nitpicking. I'm tired. Because it's right next to the, the TV studio, and every, yeah. not everybody working at the TV studio knows about the so, skeleton people. So they go into the TV studio. Yeah. You know, they got all this real-to-real stuff, and, and then um, the bum guy, I think the the TV, the, the credits call him the Drifter. Yep. Played by a name, by a guy named uh, Buck Flowers. Yeah. His, I forget his first name. His nickname is Buck. His last name is Flowers. Um, I don't know anything else that he's in, but he's somebody I'd like to look up because he seems to have a bit of a career in older B-movies. So... <laughs> That just might be a rabbit hole I'd go down just to see where it leads yeah. me, you know? Uh, yeah. Nice place to work out and find a gem somewhere, mm-hmm. maybe. So, anyway, um, they ask if they can, you know, go further. And he's like, oh, maybe. These guys are a friend of mine. You know, he's a big shot now. <laughs> yeah. So, he, they're like, you got your clearance card? So, the two guards there. And he's like, yeah. And then the other two dudes just pull out yeah. guns and start shooting. Yeah. And, and they, they tear through the cable place. They just shoot it up. They, yeah, they just, they just sh- proceed to start doing that. Yeah. yeah. Anything with the skeleton face is getting shot. Anything with the skeleton face gets shot. And they run through, and the shock troops are coming after them. They're wearing cow camouflage. Yeah. It's like black and white, little funky, maybe more like zebra. The other thing I love, too, is like all the people that are non-skeleton people running through, just like all like panicking, yeah. and not knowing what's happening, just so, shooting maniacs <laughs> shooting up. Everybody who's not a skeleton is freaked out. Yeah, it's so yeah, They have no idea, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Wouldn't they, you be that right? Yeah, yeah. No, If Keith David showed up at my place with a gun, I'd be freaked out. <laughs> be like, man, I can't fight Keith David. It's a national treasure. No. So. Definitely not. there's an odd chance to have a circus and he'll give you a cape that will That's you true. defend your family and That's the city. <laughs> you know, I was thinking of Keith David this morning, how he can guess your weight perfectly <laughs> accurately. He never misses. So, <laughs> so um... Man, nobody knows what we're talking no, about. No, you're on a roll. I oh, yeah. I have no idea. So yeah. Everything's obscure today. I'm with yeah. the audience. So um, so they just shoot up this place, and they run into Holly here. Yeah. And they try Piper to... Piper wants to find Holly. Piper wants to find Holly this whole time. He hasn't shut up about Holly. Yeah. And, She's um, not even that hot. I don't understand. I like her eyes. Mm. That's you know, about I'm it. I'm yeah. racist, though. You, know. you are. You hate white chicks. I do. I hate... <laughs> Anyone who doesn't like a Wayne's Brothers movie is racist. <laughs> that movie was okay. So, um, they 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 got to go to the roof where the satellite is. Yeah. And they run up the stairs and kill some more shock troops. Uh, Piper runs out of ammo, which is dumb because they dropped... They, yeah. they literally stepped over guns to get here so many times. So, he, he pulls his handgun and he rushes up the stairs and, and Holly and Keith David hang back. And at this point... Holly caps Keith David in the head. Yeah, she pulls out a gun, holds it to his head, and then they go back, and then you just hear the shot. It's yeah. awesome. It looks cool. Yeah, which you can kind of smell she's a spy, just oh, from yeah. the subtle art of filmmaking. Yeah. But, um... Well, Keith David does not trust her. No, Keith, Keith David doesn't know. Yeah. I mean, Keith David pays the price. He does. Hmm. Pays the piper. 
So, so Roddy's up at the top of the roof, and he sees the satellite, and he's ready to shoot it, and he asks if, uh, if Keith David and Holly are back. And Holly says, I am, and she's got a gun to him, and I don't know yeah. why she just didn't pop him. She killed, she killed Keith David. I don't know why she'd give him. I think she was it's... trying to get him on her side. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, she she has some Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. I don't know. There, nah. there might be some attraction there. It Maybe. seemed like it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe. So, anyway, and there's two helicopters up there, too, and they're telling him to stand down, and uh, Piper shoots Holly. Yeah. <laughs> caps her. And then shoots the satellite and it blows up and then the, the helicopters machine gun him down and uh, Finn. End well, of the he movie. flips off the satellite. That's right. And as it's not he's... quite Finn because they show all the people. Well, I'm, yeah, I mean, so if it was a French film. Well, you said so, Finn. It wouldn't be Finn because there's still a scene after that. I, I was, it was a joke. I, I just didn't let me go. It's my fault. I'm sorry. It's like if I was talking about them talking it out and you're like, no, they fucking fight. <laughs> anyway. Um, if it was a Finn. French film, it would end there. But uh, it goes on a little bit longer. Um, he flips off the satellite as he's dying. Or the guys that are shooting him from the helicopter, I don't know. And then it shows the TV broadcast, and everybody's looking at it funny because they see skull people. Because yeah. the, the broadcast, I guess, was shrouding all the skull people everywhere. Yeah. Just making them look like because humans. The signal was yeah. blocking. So, and then they see the people in bars that are skull people, and just all around, people are seeing skull people. And the movie ends with a naked woman sleeping with a man who she suddenly realized he's a skull person. Yeah. She starts screaming. He's like, what's wrong, baby? And then the credits roll. Yeah. Yep. That's how an American movie ends. American style. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. The whole movie's been clean of nudity, except for maybe a scene with uh, Roddy Piper and Keith David that got cut in the motel. <laughs> oh, I forgot the motel. We I brought it up, but there was a scene in the motel that was really good, because Roddy Piper was talking about his dad. Oh, yeah. His dad tried to kill him when he was a kid, and he yeah. ran away. At 13. And he's not daddy's little boy anymore. Yeah. And then we instantly just go to horrible. Yeah, we we instantly go to like Beverly Marsh being Daddy's yeah. little girl. <laughs> Are you still my little girl? Oh, oh so creepy. That was that I was terrible. It's it so good. It's so good. Uh, both see, versions, man. I did see that movie. So. You know what's funny? When when somebody says it to me, I think Stephen King plot with Tim Curry it with the soundtrack from the new movie yeah. and like I and they don't conflict at all. That's just what I picture in my head. Yeah. Na, 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 na. All right, let's finish this up. Yeah, let's finish this up. Ratings. So, what do you think? ratings and whatnot. It's hard for me to rate this one. All right. Cause I I feel kind of lukewarm towards it. It didn't it didn't blow me away. Like it had, it had some like slop in it. I didn't care for. Yeah. But at the same time, it had that fight scene. Yeah. And that fight scene is like whatever rubric I use out of a hundred, even if it was like getting an F. You know, that's a two letter grade upgrade right there. You know, like so I'm. I have a hard time trying to figure out where this is going to go. Um, I'd say it's kind of a, a watch it once. You'll love it or you won't. Yeah. Because there's a lot to love in this movie. Um, I'm going to go C+. All right. Okay. I'll give it a 7 or 8. I'm down oh, the America. You want to do 10. that? You want to yeah, go numbers? That's my preferred. Letters? You can use yours. We've been using letters this whole time. <laughs> now you want to use that thing. I mean, well, I let's that would just be a say B, he gave B plus. it a 7.8. That's a C plus. All right. Okay, C. Right. C plus, okay. Yeah, B minus. A plus. All it's right. It's Piper and John Carpenter. And I will argue that I'm going to like this movie. Also. You know what? I'm going to give it a B minus because of Keith right. David's oh, nice. inclusion. No, I'm going to I'm gonna like this movie a lot more when I'm not taking notes and having to do the That's podcast true. for it. I'll enjoy it so much We can more. actually find out how yeah. Piper ended up out of the window. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when you get to, like, I love doing the podcast, but mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, when you're watching a movie for the first time, you yeah. try to take notes while well, you're watching it, it makes it kind of hard to enjoy it more, because, you know, you're analyzing yeah. everything. So, not not having to do this on the podcast, I'm going to like it so much more. That's that's why I thought you'd seen it before. No, I haven't Because I always, it. like, we, we try to do one that, like, at least one of us has seen, so that one of us can take, like, competent notes. Yeah. While the rest of us yeah. are trying to catch no, up. No, I always wanted to watch it, because I love Carpenter and I love Piper. Yeah. And I'm trying to knock off every, you know, every uh, Carpenter movie I can, you know. He's the man. Very good. All right, so we, we done? I think we're done. All right, good yes, job, sir. Guys. I know you got to go. So. Yeah, I got to go. All, All right, guys. All right, All right. have guys. a good one, everybody. See you next, See you next time. time. Yeah. Bye.
There is a signal broadcast every second of every day through our television sets. Even when the set is turned off, look around the environment we live in. Carbon dioxide, fluorocarbons, and methane have increased since 1958. Earth is being acclimatized. They are turning our atmosphere into their atmosphere. We are like a natural resource to them. Deplete the planet, move on to another. They want benign indifference. They want us drugged. We could be pets. We could be food. But all we really are is livestock. Our impulses are being redirected. We are living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. The poor and the underclass are growing. Racial justice and human rights are non-existent. They have created a repressive society and we are their unwitting accomplices. Their intention to rule rests with the annihilation of consciousness. We have been lulled into a trance. They have made us indifferent to ourselves, to others. We are focused only on our own game. Please understand they are safe as long as they are not discovered. That is their primary method of survival. Keep us asleep, keep us selfish, keep us sedated.